We're back um, talking with Robin Murphy here at Talk at the Table. Um, Robin's been regaling us with some tales of his homeopathic experiences as a homeopathic physician. Um, and I, I'd like to load a little bit about your personal journey. What drew you into homeopathy and, and uh, oriental medicine? Uh, that's a long story, but we'll <laughs> make it short. Even as a teenager, my nickname was Doc. They, people oh. just start calling me Doc. My uh, uncle, I had big glasses. He uh, coined the name Dr. Cyclops. And, I, and all I did was read all through high school. Never went to parties or anything. So I got into that. And in my teenage years, I started using herbal uh uh, teas and stuff to treat my friends hmm. so vitamins and we were right in you know the streets and all that stuff and and then I uh, joined a karate class I think it was age 17 or something you know so many decades ago <laughs> <laughs> over four decades ago. <laughs> and uh, and that changed my life that gave me kind of just sense of structure I can control this body and then my mind and I had something to focus on so I became obsessed with finding tonics and vitamins and ancient old remedies to make me a better fighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is how I got into it. <laughs> Not the answer you expected. No, no. miraculous I didn't expect revelation. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to be a better fighter. You know, so I started learning and studying all this stuff. And, and I got good at it. I started sharing my information with people back in the early 70s. And I was in uh, college at the time. And I was about to go to osteopathic school, and I found this uh, ad for naturopathic school, and they had homeopathy there. So, uh, and homeopathic is just, you know, I just found the uh, University of Michigan had a whole homeopathic collection because they used to be a medical school. Mm. And I was the first one to open these drawers, they said, at 50, 60 years. Wow. And they had all the research there. And it was just, I just read it. And I didn't even know people were still doing homeopathy. I thought it was just a lost science. <laughs> and then I found that there was a school, so I studied more a few years, and I went to the school, and I found, you know, I knew more than the people at the school. I'm <laughs> trying to be humble here. Yeah. <laughs> but the proof, the day I graduated, they appointed me, appointed me to the head of the Department of Homeopathy, so, <laughs> so it wasn't just me. So, yeah. But homeopathy is, uh, is something that touched me because of its simplicity, uh, it's economical thing. It's environmentally friendly. You literally never run out of uh, medicines. I have enough medicines for the whole state of Virginia for 500 years. Mm-hmm. Just one wow. one doctor. Mm-hmm. We don't need all this technology, and there's no side effects. But uh, when I got into martial arts, I started studying Tai Chi and this thing called energy and vitality and ki uh, or prana. And that's what really got me into homeopathy. So I consider myself a, a prana or, or chi scientist. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the connection between homeopathy and medical qigong. Medical qigong is just homeopathic exercises. And homeopathic remedies are just chi medicines. Mm-hmm. So they're both acting on the same thing. And they both have the same philosophy. So really martial arts got me into all this. Wow, interesting job. And I've never been in a fight. <laughs> Not that kind I'm of a fight. Passive, I'm a pacifist, 100%. <laughs> I won't kill a, a bug or nothing in my martial arts. <laughs> um, let's see. Was there some, you talked about, was it your uncle that 
did you talk about your uncle? Oh, no. your uncle calling you Dr. Cyclops. Yeah, yeah, that's it was, what it that's was. a yeah. joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Family joke. <laughs> okay. um, if someone were to come to you, uh, I know you, the way you take information is a little bit different than uh, yes. you know getting out the instruments and the, the blood pressure cuff and so right. forth. And right. tell us a little bit about what that would be well, like. Well, uh, you know, not to be critical, but homeopathy is truly holistic. Uh, other systems say holistic, and they give you, you know, vitamins for this or herb for this, and they do something else for this or that. They're giving you ten things to treat the whole person. Now we look at the whole person. I mean, your whole life, your life story, shocks and traumas, your organs, your systems, all your emotions, your mental functions, and all we have is a simple theory of before and after picture. So we take someone's entire case, mental, emotional, physical, and their uh, history, and some of their family history, and we take a case and we give a remedy. One remedy. Someone who gives more than one remedy, there's just how many remedies they give, it shows you how much training they've had. The more they give, the less training they've mm. had. <laughs> the more vitamins someone gives you, the less training they've had. Okay? So we give that one remedy that fits that whole person, and that whole one remedy raises up that person's vitality. And that vitality and that vital energy does the healing. So literally, you know, what position you sleep in, what food you like, how the weather affects you, all this tunes us into your whole energy body. Mm-hmm. And we find that one remedy. And, that, and the proof is then we, uh, a month or two months later, we retake the whole case. And you see the before and after. And I have hilarious stories, you know, in Texas, I, you know, most of my practice was geriatrics, elderly people. And a husband and wife came into me one day, I took the whole case, I took the whole case of both of them, I gave them both remedies, and they came back a month later, I said, how are you both doing? Oh, we're the same. <laughs> and, see, so homeopathy is natural healing. <laughs> All the drama and stuff. Uh-huh. So I started reading back their case to them, and they couldn't believe it. I said, well, how's your constipation? Oh, constipation. All right, I had that for 20 years. You know, how's your headache? You know, how's your moods? And, and all this and that. And then, so their conclusion was nothing, it was the same because they just felt normal and natural. But they're sleeping better and all this. And then I asked them, anything changed in your life? They said, no. And then the, mother, uh, the wife said, oh, yeah, we joined a dance class. <laughs> So they're out dancing, <laughs> their constipation's gone, their headache's gone, but it was all natural. It just kind of fades away, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the other proof, which both systems miss and lack, that then we stop the remedy, and they don't relapse. Now, that's what we call a definition of a cure. There's no concept of a cure in allopathy. If I give you high blood pressure medication for one year, and I stopped the high blood pressure medication, Guess what happens? Yeah, yeah it just comes back. It Hypoglycemia. Does. You can eat six meals a day for 50 years. You still have it. Mm. And this is the delusion that we're getting help, but we're getting disease maintenance mm-hmm. at high cost with side effects, economically and physically, mm-hmm. versus health care. Mm. You give a treatment, and, and the person gets better. You withdraw the treatment. The person stays better. It's that simple. And no drug on the market does that. No. I mean, that's a huge maybe, uh, yeah, antibiotics acutely, you could say something like that. Yeah, that's a huge difference. But I, 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 I believe in integrative medicine. I believe that the real future, as Harvard, Princeton, Yale, every one of them have 
wellness clinics, acupuncture, every one of them. Okay? And, and integrative medicine is the way to go. My f- four big systems that I've studied is Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, homeopathy, and allopathy. And those four, there's plenty of tools to take care of just about anything. Because Ayurveda and, and Chinese have the exercise and diet side to it, which right. homeopathy lacks. Mm-hmm. And allopathy has no concept that that's even part of medicine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Qigong. Qigong is uh, the most amazing thing ever. Uh, in ancient China, uh, the Taoists specifically, and then the Buddhists, I teach Buddhists uh, and Taoists Qigong, they had this concept. We have a word in, in, in America called kindergarten. Kindergarten. That's a German word. Kinder is kids, and garden is garden. It's a place to grow kids. Now, this is what's been missed in all our educational system, all the universities, college, that that we're here as human beings to cultivate ourselves as human beings. There's no classes on it or anything. So Qigong is the primordial science of self-cultivation. Of your energy, your health, your consciousness, your mind. It touches every cell in your body, every meridian, every nerve. So as this vitality rises and your consciousness rises, your mental abilities, your emotional stability, your focus, your energy, your strength, your st- all these things improve. So you're getting to the essence of who we are. We're conscious beings and with a vital force. And we want to strengthen that and you strengthen everything down the line. Versus, you know, 10 le- le- levels more external, you got the skin and they're putting a cream on it, okay? Now, and we go, we go to a doctor and uh, whatever the body does, the doctor tries to stop it. Mm-hmm. So, so the body's trying to cough up mucus, they give you a cough suppressant, <laughs> but that's against the body. So we actually are paying a doctor to stop our immune response, mm-hmm. and that's the bottom line. So allopathic medicine, which has great things in it, especially surgery, emergency care, CPR, there's great things in it. We don't throw everything out. Mm-hmm. But as Oliver Wendell Holmes said, that uh, night, if we threw it all in the ocean, <laughs> we would probably 90% would be better. Mm-hmm. You know, 10% is really valuable, mm-hmm. the surgery and stuff. So Qigong is a way to raise our own vital force, our immune system, and no equipment. It's free. It's also a spiritual practice, a mental practice, and a physical practice. When you uh, use acupuncture needles, we're putting the needles in acupuncture points, and that moves the energy. When I give a homeopathic remedy, I'm taking that remedy and touching the tongue and, and, and it moves your energy. Okay? And also with Qigong, we're doing certain exercises and movements to move the energy, improve the spinal health so energy can flow up and down the spine, and the chakras and all that type of stuff. So to me, uh, I used to travel 100,000 miles a year, lecturing all over the world. I was exhausted, chronic fatigue. This was back in the 80s. And, uh, and Qigong saved me, literally mm-hmm. saved my life. You know, I wouldn't have written, written books. I wouldn't be who I am without Qigong. Mm-hmm. And it's something you can do. I taught a, a class on super brain yoga. It's a three-minute exercise. We've seen that three-minute exercise help autistic children, ADD children, ADHD. And that's just squatting exercising, holding the acupuncture points on your earlobes. There's so answers. And all this billions of dollars or millions of dollars for research for the cure for autism. 
And there's homeopathic remedies that cost $5, $10 for a month's supply. <laughs> and there's super brain yoga and these exercises. And you combine this stuff, there's such simple treatments that it's, it's, it's a shock. Mm 